0: Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and... Lori Ruff. And, and we're, we're the LinkedIn,
1: LinkedIn Rockstars. Rock stars.
0: <laughs> Hey, we're happy to introduce uh, Webmaster mobile app. It's Correct.
1: for the- iPhone and Android. So
0: I on my iPhone can and use me it. on
1: my Android. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, we can. It, it solves the problem. It I, does. It
1: really which does. Except hey, for you going to use? Are, is it just the current shows, or are you checking out the past episodes as well?
0: Every past episode of Rock the World with LinkedIn and thousands of hours of other archive programming uh, is out there. You know, you can listen to
1: Webmaster live whenever you like. have been rocking the world with LinkedIn and we've been doing it on the road. You enjoying the road this? Oh, yes. The road show. Yeah, you know, it's been kind of fun. We we really kind of turned a. Um, turned a corner this year. We've um, we've done rock the world with LinkedIn. This is our third year, and we seem to come up with something new every every now and then. You know, doing the music Mondays and doing the expert segments, and now doing the conference series. I mean, it's been hard to um, you know. To set up interviews when I'm on the road and you're in Minnesota, you're on the road and I'm in Denver, you know, whatever all these places are that we have found ourselves this quarter. We've been in a lot of demand. It seems to be that people are finally starting to take this whole social media thing seriously.
0: Well we gave we're giving away our secret to where we get our great guests, too, aren't we Larry?
1: Yeah, we are we are yeah, you but know. you know what we've had some great guests and and today is not going to be any different. I mean, you and I were both in Denver at the same time at the same conference, and that just rocked
0: Yeah, well, you have two sets of eyes and ears, and the whole the whole um, I- idea of being at a conference is to cover as much territory as you can. That's why companies go. We see it. Companies send a group to, a, to a, an event, to a conference, and they go, you take that track, I'm going to take this one. They don't put the whole team in one room. Right. One, of the, right. one of the big secrets. And I'll tell you, when you get a chance to interview the keynote speaker, and it's someone like Mark Sanborn, oh my God, you know, you, Laura, you
1: aim high and you hit it. Not only did I hit it, I had him teasing me. I was like, where you wanna meet? And he said, How about the penthouse? And I was like, uh, how about the how about the uh, interview room? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny He's so funny Mike I'm you know one thing that you really learn when you get to engage with people at this level is that they are just like everybody else they've got a sense of humor they you know they are just really down to earth and and I've always heard good things now for our audience Mark Sanborn's the man who wrote the Fred Factor, and um you know people are starting asking what's what's coming up next you know and he hates to get that question because everybody asks him I mean I, I get it you know we're the LinkedIn rock stars and people People say, what's the first thing people need to know about LinkedIn? And I'm like, man, we have been saying that for eight years now. You know, when when can we start talking about the next topic? And it's always fun when we can go into the advanced stuff. But we had the opportunity um, to interview Mark. So I was trying to coordinate with Mark on when and where we were going to speak. And while I was waiting for him, I was literally just about to interview Matt Drisk, who is the current president of of the BMA, Business Marketing Association of Colorado, when Mark walked in the door. I literally had just pressed record and turned it back off again and said, "Can I do can I do you both together and and don't take that the wrong way, but you know, I can, can sit, let's all sit down and this will be a group interview and it was really kind of cool to Um, See Mark graciously agree to sit down with the president of the BMA and do a group interview, um, share his insights, listen to to Matt's insights, and the mutual respect these two men had for each other. um, You know, Mark understanding the role of the president of of an association like this, of a a professional association, and what it takes to do something like that, um, and, and the grooming that you get on your way up to be a president of a professional association and then watching Matt's appreciation of Mark and his um, gratitude for Mark to be there, to be the keynote speaker for their event. You know, you've told me in the past, and I honestly believe you now, the BMA of Colorado is one of the strongest BMA uh, chapters in the country.
0: You know, we, we, we get to see a lot of those a lot of those chapters. You know, Minneapolis is a really big town and they have a great chapter here you know, a great chapter in a big town.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and Denver has a great chapter in a small town. I don't know people. Um, would I would say Denver. small, I mean small relative to Minneapolis, Chicago, yeah. L.A. and San Fran and the other places where we're, yeah. we're associated with the BMA folks there. Right. And, um, you know, I would not a tier two city in any way, but certainly it's a tier 0.5 city on the BMA scale. It's, it it's, it's got to be Right at the very top. Mary Orshak gets a lot of that credit. And, uh, you she know, the, the fact that they brought Mark Sanborn in says a lot about them. The thing that I remember about Mark's program the most was he it was about asking the right question. Because he asked, he asked yes. the audience five questions and you go like, I know the answer. And you're wrong on every one of them because you didn't, <laughs> you didn't listen to the question quite carefully. There was a double the, negative or something.
1: The, the, the key word is you have to listen to the words in the question. To get the question the answer to the question right
0: I think a lot a lot of time and you know I'm I think I'm probably as guilty as anybody I'm no better or worse but I you, you think you know what someone is saying because you've heard that question before at least you heard the first three quarters of that question before
1: right and well, you I-
0: jump to the answer and you know there's there, there there's risk in that
1: Well, and it was really cool to see him open with that, too, because then we, we really, I paid attention to the rest of his keynote because I was waiting for that twist at the end of every power statement that he made. And he made a lot of them, and it really made you think differently. I mean, it's one thing to tell people to think outside the box, but when you teach them to do it right at the beginning of your presentation, and then you've got them doing it throughout, that was really, really powerful. So let's let's give our our audience a chance to listen in on this um, on this interview that I was able to capture. And amazingly, I'm so grateful for these two gentlemen to uh, to take my recommendation to, to do this together. It was just a, a you know, spur of the moment thing and I think it worked out brilliantly. I think our audience will agree that this is going to be a really rocking interview with Mark Sanborn of The Fred Factor and Matt Drisk who's the president of BMA Colorado. So let's go take our break and we'll be right back with Mark Sanborn and Matt Drisk at B2B Rising Colorado. They're, they're a very special conference that they put on um, this this quarter in Denver, Colorado.
0: Brassker, you got some A little bit of rock and roll for me to kind of get out here. How about just that right note? Okay. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep
2: us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return.
0: Let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Come visit us at AdTech New York, booth number 738.
4: Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs.
2: Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now.
0: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Hey, this is Lori Ruff, the LinkedIn Diva. I am at the Colorado B2B Rising event, and have I scored a threesome. This is going to be an amazing, um, an amazing. I'm not going to call it an interview. We're just going to call this a conversation. I'm going to set the microphone down um, right between two of the most amazing men in the world, Mark Sanborn. Who I have followed and admired for years, love your book, and I hear Fred is retiring. So I really want to know who the next Fred is going to be. And I know everybody asked you about Fred, but that just that blew my mind. Actually, had me change my business model when I read your book. And Absolutely. Matt Dirks. Dirks. I am really overwhelmed with the quality of people we're meeting here. So Matt, you're with Access Marketing and Events and you're also a member of the BMA Colorado. I'm
4: actually current president.
1: Current president. I knew that. And also a member. And a member. He's king. He's king. So you see how this is going to go today. So I'm going to set the microphone down so I don't drop it because my hands are shaking. I'm so excited. And I want to ask how you, Matt, scored Mark to have here at B2B Rising Colorado.
4: Well, we were looking for uh, someone to kick off the conference. that would be a very strong keynote. Um, Mark happens to actually be a local Colorado uh, voice here, and so that was certainly attractive to us. But, um, you know, familiar with his book, uh, The Fred Factor, and we uh, were just so excited to find out that Mark actually had availability. I believe that when we initially contacted him, he had another... Uh, conference that he was supposed to be at, but uh, he was gracious enough to uh, clear his schedule, and we're so excited to have him. Someone, thre-
5: someone threatened their lives. I don't know. They get death threats, and they canceled
4: <laughs> my parents, and so
5: they freed me up to speak here at BMA. I, I don't know how that Does happened. that
1: happen very often? Not very I, often. I'm wondering if he made a call in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell we him where have, you were going to be?
4: We do have a large board and a lot of volunteers. So.
1: <laughs> there you go. They volunteer for many things, come part of the family, as yes. you said.
4: The right? family, right. Yeah, <laughs> one
1: one one body will do you. So, so Mark. Yes. B2B Rising Colorado, I mean, what attracted you to the event?
5: Well, my background is in sales and marketing, actually. Uh, right. When I started out, I worked my way through college as an dinner speaker, but I knew I, I needed some business and life experience before I spoke full-time, and I went into the uh, magazine and advertising business, direct marketing. Advertising.
1: Wanted to go into as deep as you possibly. Well, yeah, I wanted to get a you know kind of a breadth of
5: experience, and uh, so uh, as a former sales and marketing guy, of course, B two B marketing, B two C marketing, marketing in general is of interest, and I believe that uh, truth is transferable. You know, what's true in one area of business or life is true in another. So even though there are some very specific applications for principles within, excuse me, B two B marketing, what I'm going to talk about today is really. You know what it takes to uh, to lead any organization, any project, uh, for that matter. Lead yourself.
1: Nice. I like the way you stated that too. We we were able to do an interview with Aaron Kennedy, with who's now the CMO of Colorado, and all that innovation that's taking place, and just that conversation that you have with people, identified as a, as I'm hearing it, things that regular business owners could do to brand and to tap into their current assets like stakeholders and customers and vendors and people who like them for crying out loud to talk about their brand and how they can be stronger. So I love that you do that with transferable skills. Um, in, in preparing for today and in preparing for the next journey of your life, because it's always evolving, right? Mm-hmm. What are the things that are top of mind right now for you on a personal level in dealing with how you're going to be marketing yourself differently. Um, What kinds of tools are you tapping into now that you haven't in the past?
5: I think I've done a pretty good job for people in my profession, uh, people who are authors and speakers and thought leaders. I think I've done a good job using social media. I don't know that very many people have cracked the code on how to really monetize social media. reminds me of a cliche from years ago you know we used to say that 90% of your advertising doesn't work but we don't know which 10% does and I think that social media is a little bit like advertising was back then and I know with the advent of uh, big data and and uh, analysis we know a lot more about social media but I I often believe that uh, social media is about mass communication more than it is about true community or communication and that uh, this is kind of the wild west frontier days right. and we, we need to be there you know we, we learn best by trial and error you know studying and sitting on the sidelines isn't nearly as effective as getting out in the, the water and flopping around in the waves but um, i think that certainly i've seen you know social media which is on uh, the top of mind for everyone As a way to extend my message to those who already know and like me, it's a little harder to use it to introduce yourself, whether you're selling a product, a service, or an idea. It's a little harder to sell yourself to people who don't know you. You know, one of the things I'll I'll talk about uh, in in my presentation here is that, uh, you know, we live in the age of exclamation points. Everything is hyperbole. With everybody yelling, uh, you know, how do you get... Uh, how do you get not just heard being heard isn't really the point how, how do you engage and and create a meaningful interaction and/ or relationship with with people in your in your marketplace so I continue to publish you know I publish much more frequently through my <clears throat> my blogs and my tweets it sounds very odd to be 55 years old and tweeting it sounds uh, a little unusual but You know, I I publish more frequently that way. One of the things that I also find interesting is that uh, social media and the Internet in general is is a blessing and a curse in that we talk about how it's created this egalitarian empowerment. You know, everybody has a voice. Well, you can still be an amateur and have a voice. The goal is, is to be a legitimate expert and have a voice as well. If you're an amateur of the voice, it's an opinion. You know, hopefully, if it's an informed opinion with expertise... Uh, then it becomes usable information that can benefit everybody.
1: Right. Let me stop you there for a second and restate what you just said and another way, just in case people need to hear it a couple of times and a little bit differently. Y- you can become a thought leader in your space. You have to start by sharing your thoughts. You have to get out and prove your worth, prove your value and your knowledge, and continued learning in your industry. You can't just sit on your laurels anymore because there's so many people behind you that are just going to pass you by, even if you are at the forefront. You've got to continue to learn. And that's one thing I really respect about you, Mark, is the way that you keep moving things forward. Now, I'm going to argue with you a little bit about building community because I've been able to do that and show others as well. But there are so many opportunities for how you use social, how you use the tools, and how you use them effectively for your audience and how they want to hear from you. You're doing a really good job on your blogs, Putting out books. When you're talking about being in different locations, uh, people come to this event because they want to see you. That's when I found out you were going to be here. I'm like, I'm flying in. Yeah, you know, oh, I, I was. I was I'm in San Francisco. It's fun to have to see Mark. Blessed. Well, I would say this
4: is why we're so excited because the the theme for today's conference, B2B Rising, is the uh, revolution of marketing leadership and. Right. Uh, right. Mark's presentation, I believe it's, uh, you don't need to have a title to be a leader, correct? Correct. That plays in so well to what we're trying to accomplish today and what we're trying to share with others. So we're very excited to have Mark today, and we're looking forward to a fantastic event.
1: Now, Matt, before Mark got got here, you and I were talking a little bit about access marketing and events and what you do for events and, and going back to the to the people, it you know Mike O'Neill and I are in the Forbes top fifty social media power influencers. We didn't get there from sitting behind a computer screen connecting with people on social media. Right. We go out into the world and we've been beaten the street. If we go to a city and there's not a local networking event going on, we put one on and meet people and invite them. And so talk to us about the the. Um, in-person events, the value, what you do behind the scenes to help make that happen, and how you set things up to help people do a good job of meeting other people in person. Yeah, that
4: that, uh, that face-to-face engagement is so critical nowadays, particularly with so much noise out there, with social media. There are so many different tools that you can leverage to connect with people, but uh, you really just cannot beat that face-to-face connection. And so what we do at Access Marketing is we help primarily associations um, essentially raise funds uh, through sponsorship platforms and through their events and helping them to basically build a nice foundation so that they can have these type of face-to-face engagements because uh, they're critical.
1: And you're working with the exhibitors and the people that are actually coming and doing that to help them engage better with people face-to-face that come to see them.
4: We are. And we actually consider that we have um, two customers. So obviously we're working for our clients, the associations, and making sure that we're doing what's right for them. But the only way that we can create the relationships that we need to to make make sure that the exhibitors and the people that are supporting the association are getting what they need is uh, we really make sure that we're the voice of those supporters and of those exhibitors. So we really fight for them and we try to put ourselves in their shoes and, uh, you know, we just really try to make that connection and bring it all together.
1: And that comes straight back in the face of what Mark's doing because you're helping people come together, trying to build community. How do we get into marketing and, and use the tools to bring awareness if you, can, if you can touch people on social media in particular, if you can touch people on a human level, if you can make them feel that you've met them face-to-face. In other words, your LinkedIn profile, if you, if you read mine, you'll read my LinkedIn summary and you'll feel like you just met me. In person, and that's what I try to get people to so that they can be introduced to you if they don't know you, they can start to learn about you, shorten the sales cycle on, on some level. I um, just
5: tweeted you today. I, I, I th- was going to tell you, you know, the 25 top things influential people do. Yes, the Forbes online
1: I saw article,
5: that. and it was a fabulous article. and I think you were mentioned right. Off the top in point two or three.
1: From Mark Fidelman, Very put that out. Yeah, yes. I, I saw. Thank you for that. And I saw your tweet come through, so I was I was trying to get back to it. So I'm on my smartphone trying to find my um, Twitter mentions because I saw I have a, a status display go across the top when people mention me in tweets, and I saw that and I was like, oh, he's thinking about me. So and and i think that that was really a good article because he's using specific people and here's what strength they're identifying and that's why i love the fred book because it gave, it put it, it it gave a face to the to the to the um, lesson you were trying to tell the, what you were trying to share with people, and I think that's what Mark's article did this morning. So thank you for mentioning that.
5: It's what I, it's what I call actionable narrative. It's just a—it's a wonky wor- a term I use in my own work. <laughs> I love you know, the word wonky the, myself. The idea is is that we we don't remember facts or, or ideas; we remember stories. The stories, the coat pegs, we hang the ideas on. And so all an actionable narrative is is you can you can tell someone the principles, the tactics, the strategies, the techniques, but if you don't give them. Examples, stories that they can relate to, it, it, they'll they'll soon forget the information, and, and so that's what that article did so well because every point had a, a particular example, a particular story, and
1: that's what we all remember. Exactly. Now, this is um, September of 2013. There are people who are not yet don't yet have a computer in their home, and there are people who don't yet have a smartphone. I, I read on the airplane here that Google in rural areas of South America and other areas are going to put up balloons similar to hot air balloons but with much better technology and longer lasting that will allow internet connectivity in rural areas. The, uh, the rest of the world is moving at an exponential growth rate because they don't have the infrastructure we have. So they're going straight to cellular, straight to smartphones, straight to whatever kind of explosion is going to happen. What kind of impact might that have on the U.S.? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Is it going to open the world to companies that never thought they could be global before? What do you see happening in the next couple of years as that technology continues to escalate?
5: Well, I just hope we have something good to share with them, you know, because I hope we don't uh, we don't recount the uh, you know horrendous performance of a pop star at an award <laughs> ceremony, and that that becomes their gateway to uh, enlightenment Uh, I mean certainly entertainment and amusement is an important part of it but I really hope that we use it to improve the quality of people's lives because they you know it's it's ideas that create revolutions you know people with good ideas create uprisings that, that can make a difference in the world so I hope whatever they get from us they will count as worthwhile
1: I love that you said that, and it's a great way to end the end the show, and thank you guys so much for being here. You're a thought leader of thank the you. nth degree, one that thought leaders look up to as a role model, Mark. Thank you so much for being here thank and for doing the interview. Much. And for the hug. Get up, give me another oh. hug. <laughs> so great to meet you. Likewise,
5: again. likewise.
2: time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return.
3: I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and -and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at PageOnePower.com.
1: There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game... Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short, branded, attractive dot-com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike, for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com.
2: Learn more at www.Infusionsoft.com slash radio.
1: Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Hey, this is Lori Ruff, LinkedIn Diva, and I am at DemandCon, part of Data-Driven Business Week on by Rising Media, and I'm with Tony Zambito, who is the creator of Buyer Personas. This has been a really interesting day, and I have to tell you, um, the the conversation that he has to offer is one that you're going to really want to pay attention to. Buyer Personas is a big deal. How do I decide who my buyer is, and um, and unless I know their name. How do I know anything about them? So, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much, Lori. It's great to be here with you.
1: Thanks. So, what, what brought you? First of all, let's back up a little bit because you're speaking at DemandCon, demand, Con, demand generation, and bringing marketing and sales together—that kind of thing. What does what does the what is the message that you're bringing that you believe sales and marketers really need to hear to help bring them together in their efforts? Um, in this new world?
3: That's a great question. Sales and marketing alignment has been a big issue. And really, the thing that connects the two together is an understanding of the buyer. And if they can both be on the same team and understanding what the goals are of buyers, then they can both be aimed at accomplishing, helping the buyer accomplish their goals. And it takes the agenda away from who does it better or which is more effective or should it really becomes, let's put the goals of the buyer on the middle of the table and say, how do we work together to help this buyer?
1: And then when you're reaching the buyer and you're providing what the buyer needs and wants and desires, now you actually have a buyer.
3: Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what, what, what's problematic today is you've got a lot of hit and miss going on, both on the content marketing side mm-hmm. as well as in the sales side. And the hit and miss is related to really not having this understanding of buyer goals. And one of my messages today is that we really don't know enough about how buying behavior has changed. And unless we get insight into how buying behavior has changed, we're going to be hitting and missing – we're going to be missing more than we are hitting on our messaging, on our conversation – on, on the ability to relate to buyers. And buyers are just basically going to get turned off, but we don't have anything to say.
1: Right, right. You know, it, it intrigues me, too, because it, it seems that if you know the buyer and you know their goals and you're in tune with their goals, you'll understand as those goals start to shift and change and trend in a different way because of your conversation with the buyer and your knowledge of them as a because i might be i might hit it one day and it could be a fluke or maybe that one particular day i have to be saying the right thing but the next day, the buyer changed their mind again, and I wasn't paying attention. I don't understand their goals. Right. So I missed the fact that they right. changed. Here I thought I just had a fluke day.
3: Yeah, and, and really what you're getting at here, what organi- organizations need to do, is to develop this core competency that gives them the ability to anticipate and predict. Mm-hmm. And goals is a very big part of it. Now, we have, uh, we have what I had called in my presentation today, we're in the throes of a buyer revolution, which right. means a number of things. Number one, that the goals of buyers are very different than they were five years ago, right. so we have a lot of organizations who are still operating in the 1980s thinking about this is what buyers are trying to do. So right. that that's really important. Um, the other the other important thing is is that we have this new democracy of information, and buyers today uh, are availing themselves of much information, and they can make pretty good assumptions or pretty good assessments right away of whether You're an organization that gets it or does not And this is really critical today, is your content and your message have to allow buyers to sort of get that sense that I get, that they get maybe what I'm going through here. And they're helping me to see ahead. And uh, most content today is produced actually makes them look backwards. And this is a real problematic uh, uh, challenge for organizations today.
1: Wow. So... I'm at DemandCon. We're in Boston. I got to see you. My listeners are not going to get to see you. This will be over by the time the interview airs and they get to hear it and relive and the experience. But where can people reach out and find Tony?
3: Well, they can go to Uh I also have a blog in there that's called the Buyer Persona Blog. Okay. Uh, I write extensively a few times a week with a chock full of information. I also have a resource center. For, uh, or, uh, for organizations and members of organizations to avail themselves of models I built to help them learn how to understand better, how to get deeper insights about buyers, how to produce content that's aligned to goals and, and insights. So uh, I encourage everyone to visit my site. I also offer... Uh, free 30-minute conversation. So if you're struggling with an issue and you just feel a conversation is needed, uh, that's what I'm here for. Nice.
1: And it's Tony Zambito, Z-A-M-B-I-T-O. So check him out, TonyZambito.com. Thank you for being on Rock the World with LinkedIn and on Webmaster Radio's Conference Recap. I really appreciate the interview. Um, have a great afternoon.
3: Thank
0: you. It was great. Thank you All so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps another part of our expert series from our concert tour edition,
1: right, Lori? <laughs> right, Mike. Concert tour edition. It's been a lot of touring going on this quarter. So, thanks. You can pick us up. Remember Mondays at seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific at WebmasterRadio.fm. It's WebmasterRadio.fm. Of course, you can get us on the on the iTunes or the Android app, WebmasterRadio.fm, or pick us up on iTunes at. Um, rocktheworldradio.com. Remember, leave a thumbs up or give, give us a good recommendation or any kind of recommendation there. Let us know you did it. And we've got a special gift for you. You're going to have to send me a quick note. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm not hard to find. Send me a quick note. Let me know you gave us a review on iTunes and I've got a special gift just for you. That does it for now. Take us away, Brasco. Rock on.